their names while they're like have lost their luster in the U.S. Apparently, they sell overseas, so they are profitable. And you know, these guys they earn a lot of money overseas on these movies. And you know, when you're an aging actor, you get you and I think you know your family. You get used to a certain lifestyle, and when you stop earning that money and you don't invest well or what have you. You have to make these kind of movies to keep it coming in, to keep up the lifestyle and all those kind of things. What's up, cocktailers? Welcome to Cocktails and Casa, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and all of the hottest scoop from BravoCocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our lines. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. I don't know about you, but it feels like life is constantly throwing curveballs at me. And I'm always looking for a way to de-stress naturally, aka not always turning to the wine, which is why I want to tell the cocktailers about a brand I love called socialcbd.com. I've talked about their topical products, but I wanted to update you about some of their other products. I've been trying Social CBD's peppermint isolate CBD drops in the evenings as a way to kind of naturally chill. And I've noticed a difference. I'm finding myself to be a bit more calm, but I'm also sleeping better. Check out their new social CBD body care line that features high quality skincare ingredients. And their new bath salts offer 400 milligrams of CBD per bath. Cocktailers use our code gossip to get a free product when you buy one at social CBD dot com. That's socialcbd.com and use code gossip to get a buy one, get one on all of their items. Enjoy. What's up, cocktailers? Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. As always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. So, B, we, I think we should really start with the blockbuster article that came out this week in the LA Times about Randall Emmett. My mind is spinning. I mean, I think all of us, forget about Bravo fans. I just think yeah. anyone who's tuned into Hollywood is in shock. So, Amanda, if you could sub- make do a summary for us, because I feel like we need to go over these main points before we discuss. I agree, because there there is so much, and we didn't even actually put, because a lot of the stuff in there is very Hollywood focused, just on financing and that kind of stuff. That we didn't even we didn't even include some of that stuff. But overall, I just have to say, so this article is written in the LA Times. It came out yesterday, June thirtieth. It's called "The Man Who Played Hollywood." It is absolutely worth the read. But let us give you a couple of quick bullet points. Actually, not quick because it's a lot. So, Randall, 
it starts out by talking about the situation where Randall was working with Bruce Willis in 20, I believe 2020. He calls his then fiance Lala saying he can't do this anymore. Bruce can't remember any of his lines. He doesn't know where he is. And so for those of you who are maybe not familiar, Bruce Willis came out in March of this year in 2022 saying that he is retiring because he has a medical condition called aphasia that makes it difficult for him to remember lines. Randall has worked with Bruce Willis on over 24 movies, but what is nuts is after he had this phone call with Lala saying, I can't do this anymore. He went on to do five more movies with Willis over the next 15 months. So that I just thought was very interesting from a ethical standpoint, I guess we'll put it. The shockingly, there are, and I mean, I'm not being sarcastic. There are lots and lots of allegations of abuse against women, assistants, business partners of inappropriate behavior with women, including offering acting work in exchange for sexual favors. Randall would enter into NDAs with these victims or alleged victims and allegedly offer these female accusers money in order to hide this bad behavior. Randall's company is in more than 10 lawsuits, adding up to more than $25 million in unpaid loans and payments. Randall, via public statement, came out and said that all of these allegations that are being discussed, blame all on Lala, his ex, citing that they are part of her efforts to sway their custody dispute, which is right, right. So insane. Lala has the power to have a dozen lawsuits. Okay, you go. I'm sorry. It's so hard for me not to. I know. No, it's this is this is so crazy, you guys. I am not even halfway done with all these points. Randall, this one was funny. I guess he used to be Mark Wahlberg's assistant during the entourage days. And he challenged Mark Wahlberg. So if you follow him at all, Mark Wahlberg is extremely in good shape. Challenged him to a wrestling match and Wahlberg had to body slam him. And then he said, do it again. I mean, what the hell, Randall? Lala also cooperated with this article and said, you know, about those infamous Nashville pictures that got posted and kind of broke open the whole Randall cheating on her thing. She says when he got back from that trip, she demanded to see his phone. She grabbed it from him and then he tackled her, knocked her to the ground. And she said, that's when I knew for sure there was a lot he was hiding. Randall is also accused, and we've seen this all over social, of sending lewd messages to women, hunting for sexual prospects on Instagram, and emailing his lawyer about wiring women, wiring money to women in exchange for their silence. Gloria Allred, if you guys are familiar with her, she is a very famous lawyer who goes and generally represents victims who are possibly underrepresented or are generally going after somebody in big, a big piece of power because she is not afraid. She is representing one of Randall's accusers. Uh, she's, they've got text proof that says, and I quote, he sent her a text that said, one day of work, and you need to fuck me, hun. Meaning, 
I will give you a day of work in front of the camera, but you have to give me these sexual favors. Gross. That there was an allegedly a lawsuit that ended in a settlement on that one. He is accused of, though this one was good. This is worth reading the article alone for too. Accused of DMing somebody on Instagram who shows pictures with her boyfriend saying he wants to screw on the DL and do heroin and meth with her. And the person has screenshots to back these statements up that Randall tried to get Lala to sign an NDA early in their relationship and she wouldn't do it. That Randall asked his interns and assistants to cover his expenses with his their own personal credit cards. That is nuts. I mean, as a business, no, that is crazy. His assistant was asked to get something out of Randall's hotel safe. The assistant couldn't get it open, so he had to call hotel security. When they got it open, they found a huge bag of cocaine. Oh, he yelled at his assistant for buying Toll House ice cream sandwiches at Costco instead of the convenience store nearby, saying they weren't fresh. Threw them out. That I mean, Randall, to be fair, when you're on meth, you may not be <laughs> able to tell if they're fresh. God. I mean, geez. That Randall, after ending the business relationship with the business assistant, the same one who the audacity of buying Toll House ice cream sandwiches at Costco, he sent these desperate sounding voice notes to the assistant, which we linked to on the site. So definitely listen to them because it you kind of have to hear them to hear the desperation in his voice. He's offering him $50,000 to work on a movie. Like, I thought we were friends. The assistant declined. And then also, again, also worth reading this article for, because there's all these interesting details about how much stars like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Sylvester Stallone are paid to work on these movies that they call, which this was a great piece of learning for me. They call them geezer teasers. Yes. <laughs> these like B-list movies that have these these very famous stars in these movies. And apparently, so their names, while they're like, have lost their luster in the U.S., apparently they sell overseas. So they are profitable. And, you know, these guys, they earn a lot of money overseas on these movies. And, you know, when you're an aging actor, you get you and I think, you know, your family, you get used to a certain lifestyle. And when you stop earning that money and you don't invest well or what have you, you have to make these kind of movies to keep it coming in, to keep up the lifestyle and all those kind of things. So I thought that was a really interesting, you know, a little interesting learning about Hollywood. It makes sense. It's not something I ever thought of. So right off the bat, we knew Randall was shady. We all knew he was a shady character. And like to the point of Lala not signing an NDA, she didn't sign an NDA, but she was always so protective. I mean, for years, she didn't even mention him. And let's not forget, he was married to Amber Childs when they met. I mean, she broke up their marriage. This is not a, this is not a, anything that anyone who watches Vanderpump Rules does not know. Amber was very classy about it. She never spoke out too much about it. I think that he paid child support because remember in those days he wasn't broke and she kind of just let it roll and she never really publicly bad mouthed either of them. But that is Lala's reality. So You know, what I heard and what I posted months ago when they first split was that, like, 
Randall was a cheater. I mean, she met him. How you get him is how you lose him. She met him. He was married. She knew he cheated, but she didn't care because it was a lifestyle that she liked. When she found out there were money problems, that's when she bounced. She did allude after they broke up. She alluded on her podcast and just other places that she found out really bad stuff. Now, I don't believe she knew about the abuse allegations. I really don't. I just... Mm -hmm. I just think she assumed he was your run-of-the-mill cheater and she was okay with it. So when she realized he didn't have money, I don't know this to be true, but, you know, something I heard was that (laughs) she sort of planted those pictures so that she had a really public way to say, this is it. It gave her a storyline for the upcoming season. So I think everything else that came out after this really was shocking to her. I think she thought she was in front of it and she knew his, you know, obviously if somebody's an addict, you know, she's been sober. She was sober in their relationship for months before she Mm -hmm. left him. You can't be sober and not know that your fiance is using drugs. I mean, you can't be, and I'm not saying he's on meth, but you know, you see the words meth, you see cocaine, you see heroin. I mean, those are very heavy duty drugs. We're not talking about smoking a joint here. So she must've known that part of it. Well, and who knows how much he was really around, right? Cause it sounds like he would have to go and travel and be on set for weeks at a time. So I guess, Because I agree with you, but perhaps this was only stuff that was happening when he was out of the house and when he was traveling. You know, I think the the whole doing this kind of public outing, I think, was smart because I think she was probably at the time more thinking about custody and having her daughter. Right. I think I totally agree with you that I think a lot of this other stuff that's come out, she probably had no knowledge. No. I, I bet she had none. I don't believe she had knowledge, but Cause I, she's, she's a strong person and she wouldn't stick around. For, no, I mean, for that. I mean, forcing assistance to conduct dangerous and illegal activities on his behalf. I mean, no, yeah. she definitely didn't know about that. The guy's looking at a dozen lawsuits. I mean, we're talking $25 million in disputed payments and lawsuits. And then he tries to blame it on Lala. Like, in what world does this guy live? It just goes to show you how narcissistic and psychotic he is. I mean, you can't, there's no other explanation. Although when you're an addict, obviously, you know, you can take on those personality traits. So whether it's drug-induced or this is who he is, And at the end of the article, they say he just wrapped a movie. Oh, I don't know if it's the end, but in part of the article, wrapped a movie with John Travolta. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then it came out, like, why was he having Bruce Willis do these movies? And he told Lala, although Bruce Willis's attorney adamantly denied that he said he was able to do his job. He wanted to continue working. We don't know the truth because, you know, his attorney could be playing a cover of game himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you can't, there is no you're done. I mean, he's done. He is cooked. He is you, an LA times article comes out like this. You're never coming. He's never coming back from this. Yeah. He's definitely not. I, I really thought that this article, I mean, it was completely riveting. I couldn't, I could, it was a long article too. And I, but I couldn't stop because it was just every paragraph was more shocking than the next. And so I wanted to call out the two reporters Amy Kaufman and Meg James for the LA Times. And 100% I agree with you that he always gave off a creepy vibe. Jeez, the depth of the creepiness and then this mistreatment and abuse. And I just was truly shocked. It just, 
I don't know about you. Every time I read an article like this, I'm like, is everybody in Hollywood just a total creep? It just, ugh. but then again, it's a, it feels like this, these pyramid schemes of using other people's money and hoping that the profits outweigh the costs so that nobody catches on. It's this recurring theme that we're hearing also about happening over and over again. So anyway, highly recommend it. Definitely read it. It's called The Man Who Played Hollywood. And these kind of stories are always a reminder that everything that glitters ain't gold. And I think that there's you know, 5% of what we see and know is real. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's honestly, it really creeps me out. I, I want to move on to like a more fun topic because yes, please. I find it so icky and gross and there are three children involved and it's really gross. Yeah. Well, so on to a more kind of fun topic. Summer has officially kicked off because Southern Charm has premiered. So we're two episodes in. On Southern Charm, and man, the show just does not disappoint. I, I you know, I, I have to bring this up. This is funny, and you'll laugh. I just got a DM. Those of you that are cocktailers know that Austin and I have an ongoing beef with each other. <laughs> it started because he would DM me and like, you know, tell me to take posts down, and I was like, no, like, who are you? And so I just blocked him, and the beef continues. He sometimes messages you know, other accounts and says that, you know, why, why do I talk about him? Can they ask me to stop? I mean, he's tried to have it mediated. It's actually very comical. So at one point, a follower was at like a meet and greet, or I don't even know what it was. And they were talking to him and he brought me up and they were like, oh my God, like Bravo and Cocktails, I'm at this bar and he's talking about how mean you are to him. So I started telling my followers, listen, if you see him whisper in his ear, I'm Bravo and cocktails and get out of there. Like just let's mess with him. Right. So last week, one of my followers is like, my husband works at and whatever restaurant he was at. And I just told him to send over a drink and say it's from Bravo and cocktails. And she did. So hysterical. So then this morning I wake up and I have a message. It's a picture of Austin and one of my followers. And she says, Austin told me to send this to you. So like now he's trolling me too. It's listen, it's all in good fun. Who knows? Maybe. And listen, I, I told one of my friends, Bravo by Gaze, I said, because he says to him, because he knows we're friends. I was like, if he makes a public apology on his Instagram, I can consider playing nicer. But until he does that, I won't. I mean, and I, I like that he's kind of finally playing along because, right. I mean, <laughs> there's only so many times that, you know, this could happen. And, and apparently anyway. they brought me up on their podcast because he was talking about one of my blinds, which, by the way, is true. It was about, like, him and the new girl, who I like very much. We're going to get into that on the show. She seems like a cool chick. Like, they've broken up a couple times because he's Austin and <laughs> monogamy isn't his forte and so like he's talking about it and i'm sure he denied it but it's like dude and the thing with charleston is they, these people they send pictures i mean listen i don't post the pictures you know what i'm saying i could and i you know but for now we're keeping it all in good fun did he credit you on the podcast by the way so i haven't listened to it i asked my follower i'm going to listen to it but apparently he mentioned me yes i mean the thing is is like I keep him relevant, which is like good for him. I mean, yeah. yes, I'm teasing him, but you know, I have a podcast. I have a Bravo themed account. If I wasn't talking about him, that wouldn't be good. So thank you, Austin, for keeping me relevant as well. You know, and one and hand washes the, the other. 
Was this the Pillows and Beer podcast just so we can give them a, a fair yes. pillow? Okay. Pillows and beer. Shout out to Pillows and there Beer. There we go. And listen, it's all in good fun. I wish the kid well. I mean, I'm sure he's a fine person. We see him on a reality TV show and he does silly things and we talk about it. So that's what it is. It's no real, it's no real beef. It's all in good fun. Okay. But Southern charm. So right away, okay. We see Austin and Madison get into it, which was great when she's like, when he's like, I bet a million dollars. And she goes, you got a million to bet. I was like, (laughs) I love her. I mean, she is somebody who I think in person I would really get along with because she's no bullshit. She's to the point. She's a nice person, but she's nobody's fool. I think she's fantastic. We're not going to see her in as big a role because she's engaged. She doesn't want the fiance on the show. Good for her. Smart decision. They actually were fighting on Instagram because Austin was like, oh, she got her 11 minutes of airtime. She turns around and goes, yeah, 11 seconds. She goes, yeah, I got 11 seconds. You had how many seasons and I make a bigger impact. (laughs) (laughs) She also, one thing I did, like she called his new girlfriend homely, which isn't cool. I mean, first of all, she's not homely, but also like, you know, I'm a person who firmly believes if you're going to insult somebody, go for their character, go for what about them isn't cool. Like to go for somebody's looks is that's not a good look for her. But yeah, I like Olivia. I, I think she's, I think she seems like she's going to give us a lot. After I posted that blind about them breaking up, like shortly thereafter, they obviously got back together. She threw him a Harry Potter themed birthday party, 35 years old, Harry Potter themed. I think that says all we need to know about that guy. <laughs> I think, I think Austin's a Hufflepuff. If you've if you've read all the books, cocktailers, you guys will you guys will know what I'm saying. I did I didn't read them. I heard they're great okay. actually. I but. they are they are good, but he's for sure he is like 100% Hufflepuff. Yeah, and then we then we have the Naomi Craig situation, which I'm sure a lot of like fans of Summer House and Southern Charm find it uncomfortable to watch. I mean, we have to remember this was filmed a long time ago. What they're saying on the show is like Craig was transparent with Paige. They were not exclusive. They were just, you know, in the early stages of dating. And he hooked up with Naomi a couple of times. I like Naomi. I think she's great. I think she's great on the show. I don't think that her and Craig are a good match, even like though he's changed so much and clearly she's changed. I just I get that they have a love for each other, but they just don't vibe like and it's not either one of their fault. They just don't vibe. And that's just what it is. I don't think they had the stuff that sticks, which is why they broke up, which is why they weren't able to get it together. And him and Paige seem very happy together. I like them together. I think they're a very good fit. So, yeah, I'm loving Vanita's larger role. Loving it. Loving it. And I actually, you know, I'm going to hold it for when we get there. But I I may have a little something on on that. Great energy. (laughs) I love seeing her as an influencer. I think it's so, like... Timely, like, you know, that influencers are such a thing now. It's cool. We get to see it. Levitt to me is what Cameron used to be, the mature voice of reason. She is gorgeous. I, I think she's great. Then we get to get to Catherine and Caleb. Caleb? Caleb. Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. Which, you know, I read a lot of stuff about him. And, you know, it's a couple of episodes, but he seems like a really great guy. I agree. Like his relationship with his mom and his mom speaking so kindly of Catherine. And I have sympathy for Catherine and I'm going to be very careful. And I, I'm not interested in discussing her, her custody battle because I think that Thomas Ravenel is a repulsive person on every level. I think that Catherine has her own issues, but I don't, I'm, I'm not ever going to sit and mom shame anybody. I hope she works that all out, but she was really toxic in their relationship 
her and the new boyfriend, Caleb. Am I saying? Mm-hmm. Caleb. Caleb. What's wrong with me? I'm from New York. It's hard because they spell it C H L E B. So it. Yeah. It, it's definitely not pronounced the same way it's spelled. Yeah, I, I, you know, it made me sad to see their relationship. I like seeing Shep and Taylor. I think she's great. You know, they're great together. I hope they have, you know, the stuff that makes it last. He seems very happy. We, we met his cousin. You know, they're really like old money, which I think is always so interesting for us to see. Well, and speaking of old money, my favorite line from Queen Patricia, they're t- she and Naomi are on the phone and she says this quote about Catherine that I was just dying laughing. She says, Catherine has, quote unquote, lived an inelegant life. And I just laugh because there is a very special brand of shade with Southern women. When they say, bless your heart, they're saying F you. <laughs> and I live for it. It's just, she is... She is the master of Southern Shade. Naomi, I love her too. And I really hope we get to see a love story play out for her. Because I think she is she is great. I think she's very smart and fun. And Naomi was always good at keeping the, keeping the conversation going. So yes. I think it's good to have her back in the mix. Also loving Vanita. I loved seeing the kind of behind the scenes of influencing where the assistant literally barges into her house, the Starbucks. She's like, you have to do three looks in 45 minutes. And like, that's kind of part of It's nice to see that because all we get to see is the shiny, beautiful pictures, you know, on Instagram. So page on Southern charm is kind of just feeling right. So I loved that scene where it was like the end of the episode, the, the first episode, I think. And she looks at Madison and she's like, God, you guys really let drama linger around here. Like in New York, we just say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so great. Like, I, I think I agree. And I think it, it does feel right. And it's, I think for me, I kind of like seeing her perspective on it because as a New Yorker, I get that I would feel like a fish out of water. So yeah. I think, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Well, and so speaking of Paige, there were some rumors floating around this week about Summer House and casting. What a, so what you, uh, what yeah, a what whirlwind day that was. So I woke up to a message about casting changes. So two didn't surprise me. Alex didn't surprise me. I think we all just assumed that he wouldn't be back. And not that he's a bad guy at all. I just, he's, you know, he's not made for TV. Mm-hmm. Luke, we heard, wasn't going to be back. And he was a question mark. He was a question mark because he didn't have much of a storyline. And I got a lot of different things that I posted on my site in regards to Luke. And just to clarify, some people were set, were trying to get a narrative going that something happened at Winter House that was really bad. And I have clarification on that. And we're going to see on Winter House, basically what, what I'm understanding is he was interested in someone, a girl, and she kind of wasn't. And so... In an effort to be relevant, because this is a lot of people, a lot of reality people do this. He kind of was like making it, wanting to make it into something that she wasn't interested in. And so that's what it was. It wasn't like anything like anything violent or nothing like it wasn't like that. It's just that he didn't have enough going on with the other members of the cast, which isn't to say he won't be. He's filming movies. He's maybe doing a spinoff on a lake. He went on a live and said that like a a flip or flop or like a, you know, a renovation, which I think would be such a perfect fit for him. He's good to look at. You know, we don't even need him in drama. Put him topless building a house. I'm there. 
<laughs> totally. I'm there. And have Andrea come and cook while he does it. And then I'm really there. I was so sad about Andrea. He is such a gentleman. And when I posted it, he actually, you know, messaged me to thank me. And he is such a gentleman. And in the DMs, followers, if you like him and you send him a message, he will write you back. Like, it's not just because I'm an account. He writes everybody back. But what happened with him, and I know this to be true, is that he would only come back with his girlfriend, Lexi. He did not want to go on it without her because they're in a very serious relationship. He's in love and he didn't want to spend a summer without his girlfriend. Well, the producers at Bravo apparently wouldn't even give her a meeting. They just wanted him to be the hot Italian single guy. And when he wouldn't do that, he was out. And that's what that is. And I really think it's a terrible decision. He has a huge fan base. We would have thoroughly enjoyed seeing him being in a relationship. It's not like any of us are going to get together with him anyway. So why not let us see him being like a sweet boyfriend? Fashion is such a big part of so many of our favorite reality TV shows. From iconic interview looks to reunions where the entire cast made questionable fashion choices. Let's not name any names. Wink, wink. We love the fashion of reality TV which is why we love Tinsley Allison Designs, a brand you've seen worn by your favorite reality stars. They make clothing, accessories, and even items for your furry friends. All are handmade. Plus, many of their items are also sustainably made as they take previously loved fashion items from high-end luxury brands and use that material to create headbands and other cute items. They also have the cutest caftans for summer right now. Our friends at Tinsley Allison Designs want to extend a special discount to the cocktailers. Use code BRAVO to get 25% off site-wide when you go to tinsleyallisondesigns.com. Shop tinsleyallisondesigns.com, T-I-N-S-L-E-Y-A-L-L-I-S-O-N-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot com and use code bravo for 25% off. Happy shopping. You know, I, I totally agree because I do I I do really enjoy him, but as a viewer of the show, I feel like we need more single people on the show. I'm not so sure I want to watch Couple House and it's kind of couple house, right? Because we've got We've got Lindsay and Carl. We've got Amanda and Kyle. We have, well, Paige will be having Craig come. So Craig will be there here and there like last season. He's not full time. Yeah, but still. So it's, I don't know. Like I, I, from a production standpoint, I understand why they would make the decision. I have some tea on that. So, and this is, you know, BNC exclusive. This has not been posted anywhere else. What I know is there are two new guys and two new girls. One is a friend of Paige. The other is a friend of Amanda, the girls. The two guys are being brought on through Kyle. And so I have something, I have a theory and no one has told me this, but I know that Paige is bringing someone on. I also know that Vanita is living in the city this summer and they're filming July 4th weekend and she's on her way to New York City. Today is July 1st. To give everybody a little context, we are recording on July 1st. I think that we may see a crossover situation. She'd be a perfect fit. 
I'm just leaving that there. Nobody has told me this. This is not, I, all I know is there are two new girls and my feeling is she's one of them. Just a hunch. I could see that. I would like it. Oh, by the way, Ciara is full time. Okay. So there was some rumor going around that Ciara was either demoted or not. She's full time. And again, we saw it with Alex. Like it depends on what they get this summer. You know, somebody can take a back seat depending on their storyline. We saw that with Luke last season. He was full time, but he just didn't have a big storyline. So, but Ciara is on the docket full time. Well, I love her. So I think it'll be fun to watch. Do we know if Danielle will be, do we know yet? She's out in Montauk with Bobo. We'll see her. We'll we'll see see her. Yeah. And again, I think she's on the cast and listen, Lindsay is an integral part of the show and I think that she wants her there. So I think that, you know, she'll be there. She, even when she wasn't full time, she was on it plenty. So well, and I love those two. Like, I love seeing yes. the girl, their friendship. Yes. So I hoped we see her. So this week also seeing a lot of pictures on social media of the charity game that the New, how, New Jersey Housewives were playing. What do you have for us on that? So I'm going to go over the highlights because I, of course, had tons of followers that were there. I mean, my people sent it in. But BNC exclusive. None of these new housewives, there's three of them. Danielle is getting a lot of airtime on social media. There's Rachel. And then I forget the other one's name. But anyway, there's three, two brunettes and the blonde Danielle. None of them have full-time contracts. None of that is confirmed. Is it possible that Danielle gets a full-time contract? It's possible, not confirmed. Another thing, Jackie is not confirmed as a friend. Okay, so... I think that maybe there was a talk about her being demoted. I'm hearing she's seeing her way out of that. (laughs) So we may very well see Jackie in a full-time capacity. So that's the tea. But now I can see. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say with Jackie too, like she is good. She's good at being in the mix and she doesn't back down. So I think it'll be, I hope we get to see her a lot of her because I always enjoy her on on our screens same okay so highlights from the game drama was being filmed marge melissa dolores frank and joe where there was drama being filmed with them melissa's hands were flying everywhere she was very involved in the drama then at one point someone said jen is holding up the game in a heated conversation on the field they played four songs it's still going on they're trying to wrap it up they're still fighting and then finally i guess Teresa went to like get them to stop. And then Joe Gorga and the new Danielle were fighting for 20 minutes. Margaret and the new Danielle were going at it for 20 minutes. Uh, Everyone else was on the field for the end of the game and they were still arguing on the sideline. So, you know, the word is that a lot of drama is brewing and Danielle is in the middle of it. This girl wants to be in the middle of it. She, and I, I really enjoy her Instagram. I'm interested to see, I just don't see how she fits she seems, I don't, she seems younger. I know the other new one, Rachel, I think it is, has two little kids, but I don't know. I, I don't really see where she fits, but she's she's all in it. I got some tea that, you know, Jen is taking a lot of heat. She's going at it with Mark. And this wasn't at the game. This is just general filming. Dolores and Margaret, it's like them versus Jen. And Teresa's just happy to be out of the mix. She's focused on her wedding. She sent out new invitations. Apparently they beefed up security and they haven't changed much 
of the wedding. I've heard different things on that. So I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know which way it is, but she's not <laughs> shockingly. She's not helping her friend much. Well, thanks for giving us the highlights because as you're talking about this, I'm like, God, baseball games are so long and I'm sorry guys, but I think often they are a little bit boring. And so for them to be even longer because of all the drama, thank you for providing us the highlights. So we didn't have to go ourselves and watch. There you go. I actually, it was funny. One of my followers had extra tickets and while it was a very sweet offer, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I've been there. I've, I've, I took my son to a game a couple years yeah. ago, but like, no thanks. Yeah. So speaking of tea, another one for Bravo and Cocktails. You posted yesterday that Brian Austin Green was spotted at Cedars, Cedars Sinai in LA, the hospital, and that you were guessing the baby was born. You know, I can always count on my cocktailers. A follower sends me a picture. She's like, I'm at Cedars. Brian Austin Green is here. I think the baby was due sometime in July. So, I mean, it's July now. And sure enough, that night, last night, I get all the messages. He confirmed that his baby's here. So congratulations to them. I'm so happy to see. I and I don't know the details of his breakup with Megan. It seemed he was very, he was in a bad way. And I, you know, he met somebody and they had baby together and, Beautiful to see. We wish, you know, them the best. Hope mom is feeling well. But yes, yes, that it was another, it was another win for us over at BNC. And Amanda and I, we were joking yesterday, like people love to credit Bravo cocktails when something's wrong. Like, but when I was the first one to call the summer house casting, I didn't get any credit, which listen, babe, the followers know who says what and who says it after. So it's all good for me. I just think it looks very petty because if you're going to be the first one to tell me when I'm wrong, like about all those three shows, which by the way, there is filming going on. So maybe I'll still get the last laugh, but have that same energy when I put something out first. That's all I'm saying. But it's all good. Listen, I'm sure more haters tune in to listen to us than lovers. So there you have it. Well, and the cocktailers keep score way better than you and I do. So, Oh my God. So much better. (laughs) I don't remember a freaking thing. So the people who really matter, which is the cocktailers, they know what's up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Ultimate, they say they don't like it when we call it the ex-wives club. So Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2, what are you thinking? It's so good. I mean, this episode was so good. I, I have to say I'm a little disappointed in Dorinda because... Like, she went in on Tamara in the kitchen about bringing food up to her room. And, like, she didn't just – she just really goes in. She goes too far. And then when she was a little drunk, she went in on Jill. Jill wanted to hop on Eva's morning show. And Eva was like, well, no, I have to have that. And Dorinda just took it over the top, made Jill cry. And as she's crying, it looked like Dorinda was, like, deriving pleasure from her tears. And it was really – it was kind of, like, disturbing. And I didn't like it. I don't think it's a good look. Other than that, you know, I have to say, remembering what I liked about Vicky, like, she can be so ridiculous. But then she also has these moments, like, with Dorinda, like, She's like, I don't want to fight with her. I can't win the fight. She goes too far. I'm just leaving it alone. So, like, I never thought I'd be Team Vicky over Dorinda. But I have to say, watching this, I am. I love Tamara. She's just such a – she's a freaking housewife. They don't make them like her, okay? No, they don't. 
Phaedra and Eva, and listen, I know what Phaedra did to Candy was messed up, but she is in my top five. Her one-liners, the way she wraps stuff up with a bow, love it. Eva, I love that she's high and she's just laughing at them. Brandy's giving us good TV. You know, Brandy's own. She's good TV. I think Jill could, I was expecting Jill to show up and show out a little bit more. She's sort of giving me blase. And I, you know, I'm a big Jill Zarin fan. I'm not, I don't think she's, you know, the star of the show, this go around. Uh, who else? Who else are we forgetting? If I'm forgetting them, I guess they're not doing much for me, right? <laughs> well, oh, Taylor Armstrong. She's yeah. all right. She's, listen, Taylor Armstrong, she's never going to be the, you know, the star of the show. But she's cool. She, she's got her, she plays her role. We're in the middle of summer now, and thank goodness for Freedom Natural Deodorant. It's keeping me from being stinky at the pool, my kids' sports, and at parties. All the fun things that we do in the summer. I'm still a little shocked at how well Freedom Natural Deodorant works for me. The founder created it after she tried other natural deodorants that just didn't work. My favorite scent is the Bergamot Mint, but they also make it in Lavender Citrus, Frankincense Peach, and Unscented. They have natural antibacterial wipes and shower sprays too. Freedom products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, chemical-free, vegan, and like I said, they really work. You can buy them at freedomdeodorant.com, and we got a special discount for our cocktailers. Use code GOSSIP for 20% off. So go to freedomdeodorant.com and use code GOSSIP for 20% off your purchase. Find your freedom today. I think so. I have a million things to say, just even in reaction to what you're saying. First of all, seeing Fader on TV again, it makes me so happy. And then when she says everybody knows, then you're like, oh, you know, whatever she's about to say yes. is so, it's so good. It's so good. I agree with you that Dorinda is... There's just kind of a mean streak. And I'm like, is she just tired of having all these people in her house? time or you know how it is when you're yes. hosting and I, I don't know because I agree with you she's being I'm not loving the way that she is acting as much but I am for sure not team Vicky I have always enjoyed Vicky for the ridiculousness and for but she has just been Debbie Downer. I'm like, I don't no, even want to. In the newest episode, her. she was less. She was less so. She was yeah. better in the newest episode, but yeah, she's been Debbie Downer. But the guy just dumped her. I know, I know. And, and listen, she's sick, she, and knew, she just got over COVID, and, and she I, knew all of those he had things. another girl, Amanda. She's saying on the show she doesn't know. Clearly, she knew he was with this other woman. He ended up marrying her a couple months later. They were together. She got dumped for a younger woman. She's going through it. Oh yeah, Look you're at- engaged. You're engaged. You're not even married, and you don't have sex for 13 months. Like, right. okay. Look at me. Look that. at me. When did I become a Vicky apologizer? Where are we? Are we in the upside down? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. I also, part of it too is like, I don't just, ha- I have no interest in watching people spiral and she's just, I, and I want to have empathy for her, but she's acting like an asshole to everybody. And so yeah. I understand you have some crap going on in your life and I mean, we've all had awful times, you know, like we've lost people we loved and things like that. And that I wasn't an asshole to people when that these, you know, awful things have happened to me. And so it's like, like, especially people who are, maybe I'm just used to her ways. Like 
she's naturally an asshole. So I, apparently, <laughs> I don't know, but I did want to share. So I got to do this fun session where some people got to watch the premiere early and then also watch this Q&A session where Brandy and Tamara did it. So had a few things and I wish we could have shared this last week because this would have been official tea before things aired. But Brandy and Tamara are total buddies now and you're kind of starting to see that on the show, but even after. And then we also saw Jill and Dorinda get into it and it sounds like apparently that has been a lasting situation and they apparently still do not like each other. Brandy said she was high with Eva a lot, which... I mean, Eva it might be my new favorite housewife. I She's adore great. her. She's so good. She's so great. But then, so speaking of drugs, Brandy said, and I think she was joking, but it's kind of hard to tell. They were, because they were talking about like the kind of coming home from a trip like that. It's not really a vacation, right? And you, it's kind of stressful and that she does mushrooms to come down from the stress of a trip like that, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm sure she was joking or I think she was. And then with Phaedra and Brandy being BFFs. So that's still kind of also a lasting situation from the show. So anyway, it was, it was fun. It was just fun. I couldn't, I was so excited getting to see that first episode we got to see it a day before everybody else and I was like oh this is gonna be so good and it it sure has been I just got a message in my (laughs) the podcast gods are working for us again (laughs) about Randall this person says I know someone that worked for his dad his dad sells life insurance here in Miami very well known and respected Randall thinks daddy is going to come rescue him and he is not my friend works Ooh works with them and he said Randall's always been a scumbag and his parents are not rescuing him from this and I mean I don't care how successful of an insurance broker you are a la Vicky Gumbelson you were not bailing your kid out of 25 million dollars in debt I mean that's not a small debt but this is the delusion that Randall lives in that he believes that daddy at how old is he 50 something that he believes daddy's still going to swoop in and save him can you imagine Hmm. Well, especially when you're like the, the guy's a predator. I mean, it's it's not just money. It's gross, awful, abusive behavior. I right. just yeah. Right. Well, that was a good one, but we weren't expecting. So speaking of jerks, what about Lisa and Lenny in Miami and their divorce? Oh my God, Amanda! I know when it when it all first went down, you said you're like, "What do you think it means that they didn't make a statement together?" And I was like, "It means it's going to get real messy." Oh, yeah, it's getting so messy. He is now being, according to Lisa, he's being verbally abusive and volatile in front of their young children. I mean, these kids are little. She said she felt unsafe. She fled their mansion. Lenny publicly is blaming her public persona. He's saying how he would never speak poorly about her. And then he goes on to speak very poorly about her in the same sentence. His attorney, by the way, it came up on my followers, like, you know, the ads on Instagram. Mm -hmm. His attorney cited the page six article talking about his volatile behavior and used it as an advertisement for their law firm. Could you imagine is this guy, why is this guy using an attorney that would do that? Is everything okay financially? What's happening there? 
Well, no, it sounds like this is a is this is just as jerky of a lawyer too. You know, like oh. I don't know. I mean, I really think that Lenny needs to just take a step back and really think about where he is right now because the more he acts like this I think the worse it's going to be for his business I think he needs to give a lot of credit to Lisa for getting him where he is so yes obviously he was a plastic surgeon but all the attention that for her being on the show has brought to his practice oh my god so much I mean in Miami plastic surgeons are a dime a dozen okay And so, yeah, so anybody who knows Lisa, tell her lawyers to go and do a look back at the business and look at the business growth, because I would bet you, I'll bet you a bottle of Prosecco that... the When she started being on the show, there is a huge jump in his website views as well as in his business. And I would bet there was another jump last year when Real Housewives of Miami came on. And that has all to do with her. So I know we know that from what we have read that she signed a prenup, but I would hope that these lawyers fight tooth and nail for a piece of that business that she helped her husband get, because that is 100% up to her. She had a national platform and a lot of people actually fly to Miami for plastic surgery. So I wouldn't be surprised if they got a national clientele from this as well. So hopefully she gets half of that. She coined him the boob God on national television. That was all her. Yeah. (laughs) And she deserves to be compensated for that. She does. Absolutely. So speaking very wealthy people, we have been watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and we have gotten to know Diana Jenkins a little bit. What do you think about her? She's a flop. She's awful. I mean, we had Eden Sassoon, we had Teddy Mellencamp, and now Diana. Bad. She was on Instagram. She commented something racist on social media posts. She said to an account, a content, you know, a person that creates content memes and that kind of thing. It must be awful to be a black content creator. The person she was speaking to was a person of color. Okay. Then when the internet, when we all came for her, like, Oh my God, how could you speak like this? This is racist. She said she meant snarky. She didn't mean black because of the color. Oh yeah, sure. Garcelle like tore her open on Watch What Happens Live the other night. She was like, she's a dumb person. She's an uneducated person. And then yesterday, Diana posts this thing about how dare Garcelle say that because she donates so much money to Haiti and all this nonsense. She's a one and done. I can't imagine that they would ever bring her back, especially after this racial, you know, yeah. situation. And I don't like her. I, she's always licking her lips, which I posted what that could be about. Hint, hint, you could read up on that, but she's got to go. She's got to go. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of hers either. I really wanted to see more of the like glitz and glamour, but just talking about how you don't go shopping is not very exciting to me. I do have to go back to something you said. You know what? You and I do not agree about Teddy Mellencamp. I still thought she was great. I really did like her as a housewife. 
We haven't talked about this, but did you see the beef that she and Vicky got into on social media? Oh my God. That was so good. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> so quick, quick summary and jump in here too, because you have a better memory than I do. But Teddy and Vicky got into, I don't even remember quite why, but Teddy calls Vicky out. No, for it's because Vicky called and tried to get a podcast. Yeah. And kicked Teddy off, and Teddy called yeah. her out, and then Teddy made like a shady comment, and then Mickey was like, "How dare you talk about me?" And Teddy's like, "What are you talking about? You tried to get me fired. Like I have to be Team Teddy here. I mean, come on." Yeah, she's so, and like she's so batshit bananas, Vicky. Oh my god, Teddy was Teddy was on it, and she was all over Vicky, and even said, "You know, Vicky, can you prove where you were on January 6th? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that was the other thing on the thing. She got into this whole COVID, this anti-vaxxer and yeah. bananas. She backed down quickly. That's when she learned she's not going to fight with. Wait, but getting back. So, yes, that happened. I disagree. I think that Teddy sucks. I, whatever. <laughs> we're never going to meet in the middle on this one. We are never going to meet in the middle on this one. I, our, I, girl, yeah. Rinna, our girl, Rinna, is out here showing her whole ass on Instagram. So this just transpired. She was fighting with somebody, somebody, whatever. She didn't like something somebody said. And she said, if you're so triggered by our show, it shows what pussies you are. Go watch Dubai. So <laughs> she, so Chanel Ion comes out and she goes, Rinna, Africa called and they want their lips back. Keep Dubai out of your mess in your mouth. Lisa goes, Lisa Milan goes from Dubai. She does not want this heat. We're not Beverly Hills. We'll drag you right from that doctor's table to the desert, making fun of all the plastic surgery. Chanel writes, the desert heat hits different. Then Caroline Brooks writes, why did you post our show in your post? What did you mean by go watch Dubai? Hmm. So, I mean, they're clapping back. Hey, listen, it's publicity for everybody, but like, yeah. why are you hating on Dubai? You know, I, a part of Rina that Rina that annoys me. Like she can be such a hater. Yeah, I yeah, I do love I do love Rina and I do love her dancing videos on She's Instagram. Insane. Like I want her on the show, but I don't like when she pulls stuff. Okay, totally off. I'm just like looking through Noella from OC that thirst trap. She is now on a sugar daddy website. By the way, I saw that. Or I heard <laughs> about it. I mean, not shocking. I can't. I just, you know, some things I just can't understand. Oh, I got a little follow-up here on the Randall thing. Okay. Girl told me her friend still works with his parents, and she's going to get me more scoop. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. Stay tuned. Back to the whole Diana Jenkins thing, that text that she sent to the whole group. I mean, that is shots fired kind of behavior yes and then showing up after she's saying she's got to be on bed rest because she has been bleeding for however many weeks the next day coming to garcelle's birthday party so i have a wild theory here that she was planning to stay home and then heard that the other possible housewife that they were vetting, Cherie Zampino, who we met, yes. week, who is the ex of Will Smith, that she heard that Cherie was coming to the party and Diana realized she better put some makeup on and get in the car and show up. Just a theory. Uh, that makes sense. It tracks. It tracks. Um, I, know. I can't wait to see what Cherie gives us. I'm saying her name correctly, right? Cherie? Cherie is how she said it on the show. So I'm so mad that she filmed after the whole, like, 
Will Smith Oscar explosion. Not that she would have given us any on that. They're very good co-parents. Yeah. She's actually very good friends with Jada, which is, you know, it's very cool. They have a very good family relationship. So I don't think she would have given us anything to reveal. Yeah. Like she would have yeah. kept it tight to the best. Maybe she wouldn't have even agreed to film. Maybe Will would have came out with an extra mail and was like, just let's keep you home. Well, I think everybody keeps saying this is this is a really, really good season of Housewives for Beverly Hills. So I wonder if she is part of it. And I'm excited to see kind of the rest of the are we almost in the site? And Kathy Hilton comes back. That's yes. right. And so I saw I think it'll be good. Garcelle posted a picture of her and Shereen. She wrote, Who called for backup? That made me Because there, you know I love it. I forget if it was I forget if it must have been last season maybe the season before they showed them out to lunch. Like they're, they're girlfriends, Garcelle yeah. and Shereen, in real life. Yeah. And I think that, you know, Garcelle really needs that because this is, you know, these girls are coming for her. She's yeah. Not strong, totally but, you know, it's different when you have like a friend you made on the show versus like your real friend. Right. I totally agree. Well, such a fun episode today. Thanks everybody for listening. Wanted to give you guys a heads up that we have some exciting announcements coming up about the show. So keep an eye, listen to the show, keep an eye out on social. And then just wanted to share if you're on Apple Podcasts specifically, click on those three dots. So I have been saying subscribe. That is wrong. You want to hit on the three dots. You want to go to go to show and then hit the purple button that says follow on it. So Apple Podcasts about a year ago made a change where they have following and subscribing. So hit follow, and then that way you will get Cocktails and Gossip delivered right to your account each week, and you won't miss one bit of the exclusive tea that we share only here on the podcast. So in between podcast episodes... Thank you guys so much for following Bravo and Cocktails underscore on Instagram and the website at bravoandcocktails.com. Don't forget to check out the deals from our sponsors. Just remember, we only share the products that we really love with our cocktailers. So thanks, B. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you, cocktailers. so much for listening just want to ask you guys a favor just getting kicked off so many people have been asking us to do this podcast so please do subscribe and if you subscribed go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them and don't forget find us on instagram at bravo and cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.